When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shop all things Cherry Johnson at therealcherry.com. Do you experience digital eye strain from too much blue light exposure from digital screens? Well, Baxter Blue Glasses are not your average frames. These blue light lenses filter out 90% of the highest energy of blue light, eliminating 99% of the glare. This past year, we've all been glued to our devices way more than ever. I know that I wake up and then get on my phone just to go to my laptop, just to get back on my phone. Our exposure to digital light has soared and our eyes and our sleep are suffering as a result. Well, Baxter Blue is a force for good. They provide a pair of reading glasses for someone in need for every pair sold. This eyewear is built for the digital age, and Baxter Blue has given our listeners 10% off their next purchase of blue light, sleep, or kid classes. Just click the link in our show's bio for the exclusive discount. This is a sign that you've been waiting for to invest in blue light glasses know that you'll love Baxter's and we know that you'll feel the difference. Welcome to Cherry's World. The only podcast coming through your beat stereo is Cherry's World, so let's go around like a merry-go. Plug your phone in, make sure it got a full battery. Download it Wednesday, listen to it Saturday. She cover all topics, whatever you after. She got ball players, authors, doctors, actors, rappers, singers, entrepreneurs, divas, leaders, androids or Apple, turn up your speakers. Trying to shoot my shot like the vaccine, whether it's Cherry or Maxine, whether the podcast or acting, she that queen, PYT, you know what that mean. Saw you on TV and touch the screen, touch on you. I plead Lucy's got a crush on you. It'll mean the world to get a blush from you. Teaspoon to me, leave your sleep like Robert Tussin do. Hey, 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 I am Cherry Johnson, and you are watching Cherry's World chilling with my co-host Mr. Courtney Blackman and we have a San Diego born St. Louis raised musician in the house she can't really fit into any genre you might hear a little country right but when it hit a pop R&B maybe even a little smooth jazz mixed in with some rock roots if you haven't figured out who I'm speaking about yet it is Miss Venus Renee stay tuned you don't want to miss this sensational talent this is Cherry's World hi this is my book cucumbers are delicious my mom tried to hide me from the public but it didn't last I have big dreams you know make sure Would you like to advertise on Cherry's World and have your product placed on Cherry's social media for the world to see? Email us now at cherriesworldpodcast at gmail.com for low introductory rates. Cherry's World Podcast. Get heard. Welcome to Cherry's World. Shop all things Cherry Johnson at therealcherry.com. Ooh, Miss Venus is here. Now, I have a question for you. Being from San Diego, right? When's the last time you were home? I'm, I'm, I'm originally from St. Louis. Um, oh, I thought you were born in San Diego. I am. I'm born in San Diego, uh, raised in St. Louis, and now residing in um, Atlanta. So. Atlanta. Who got the best pizza? <laughs> Say St. Louis. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> so I was just having this conversation where I feel like I need to import some St. Louis cheese. Was there something that this about the cheese that y'all put on pizza there that's different than the cheese they put everywhere else? Yeah, they be putting uh, what is it, 
provolone promovello cheese on it, but it's Emo's pizza. Uh, Emo. I love me some Emo's. Like, if I have people to come from St. Louis to come and visit, I'm like, bring me yep. a few things that is <laughs> Chinese food, Emo's pizza, some red hot ripplets, and some vest sodas. <laughs> red mm. hot ripplets. <laughs> That's some chips. <laughs> I had the emos. My uh, I had a homegirl that's from St. Louis. She kind of brought me some. Really? I, I'm sorry. I know I'm a pig. You can tell I'm a foodie, right? Who starts off an interview from with some food? <laughs> she gave me some emos. Good. Yes. That is crazy. Now you are so talented. Before this interview, Courtney and I were actually playing your music. You have a song that um girl i had to pause i couldn't watch the whole video all at the same time okay you know what i'm talking about mm -hmm. can you tell me more about that song and the inspiration okay so that song is actually a personal story for myself and um i created it i wrote it out of a space to just release it so that i can stop having it as baggage and um it's called rose thorn it's and, called, and it's it's about sexual abuse yes and when i was writing it i was thinking about um you know um just how delicate a rose is but underneath the rose it's like it has the thorns like it's a roses are so beautiful at sight but it would actually prick you so i kind of drew off that concept of things cherry's world podcast has been really big on humanizing rape and molestation because a lot of people especially men they hear stories but they don't realize that it's one out of five women mm. who actually been through um the abuse so i love the fact that you um took your story, gave yourself yeah. therapy. Yes. While bringing education to everyone else. Yeah. How, yeah. Hard, how hard was it to, to, especially shooting the video? Were you there shooting the video? I was, I was there shooting the video. How uncomfortable, and, how uncomfortable was that? Um, It was uncomfortable. Um, Especially because it was just like fresh then. Now it's like, okay, I've lived through it. I've, you know, I've put it out there. I've listened to my own story enough times. But it was um, it was kind of difficult to um to actually go through that whole process again of seeing someone else being in that situation. But I definitely am an advocate of of women um healing from things that had nothing to do with us because a lot of women walk around as if it was their burden to, to, to bear, but it's not, it's not our burden. It's the person who did the problem, the thing's burden, not ours. Absolutely. Do you have children? I do. Yeah, mommy. Yes. Going through a situation like that, what has it taught you to teach your children? Um, it's taught me to teach them to be very aware. And um, it's no signs. The crazy thing is, it's, it's no signs. It's, it's not something that you can be like, oh, this is a person. They're no, they're no, you know that they're going to do something to you. But no, it's not. It's just to be very aware and to um, talk to someone. And to always know that um, I'm here if I ever need to be there for them and let them know that they, uh, my door is always open because I know a lot of women, we don't talk about it. We hide it, we bury it and think that it's gonna change because we're burying it, but it's nothing but just covering it up instead of healing from it, so. So hearing about Bill Cosby being released uh, a couple weeks ago, how'd that make you feel? 
I, I don't know how to feel about that. I, I, um, any woman had that has to deal to had to be on the end of that. I really, um, I know they can be very upset with it because that's that's devastating to hear someone who was accused of doing something to you to be released out there again, and now they're just out there as if nothing has ever happened. So I'm disgusted. I'll say yeah. it quickly. And it's not Bill Cosby, it's anybody. Women's yeah. women are not taken care of. We are not protected. You can do less time for raping a woman or hurting a young girl, but somebody who stole something out of the grocery store will, will get more time in jail than you do if you hurt a woman or a girl. And it makes me very upset. Yeah, and I, I don't like that either. I think it should be replications behind um, all of that. Because guess what? The woman is left feeling less of things while someone else is going on. About, about their business to hurt somebody else. Yes, to do it to someone else. Because they don't so. stop. They're not being rehabilitated. Bill Cosby, he probably too old to get it up anymore, but he was let out on a technicality. He was not let out because he was innocent. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people are confusing the two. And what really upsets me is social media makes a joke out of it. And I understand why we want to laugh. Nobody's trying to diminish his talent. Nobody's trying to say that, you know, he hasn't done great for the Black community, but he's also damaged the community. Yeah. A man who violates a woman is a danger to society and has done damage. So while it looks like he only damaged one person, and I don't want to make this whole interview about this, but he also has put something on to their children. And yeah. The children too because it's generational it doesn't just stop with one no it doesn't and it, it and it kind of um i'm a big advocate for therapy so <laughs> i think black women black people as a general as a whole just therapy is great for us and yes. um i know that we don't necessarily view it as a great thing i don't know how they all began i kind of do but i don't but um I, I'm an advocate for it, and um, you realize that things that you have been walking around doing and coping with, self-coping and self-medicating yourself, how it influences not just you, your kids, your family, how you interact with friends, with anybody. It's just a big bubble that you don't realize that you've been carrying, but you have, so. Yeah. It changes your life course forever. Definitely. Um, well, we don't have to stay on this, but I do have a question for both of you, though. Um, so one thing I want to talk about, and maybe this might not even be the episode to talk about this, but victim blaming. Um, for instance, we, we've grown as society to know um, back in the day, I heard this from my aunts or even uncles or older people, they'll say, well, that girl knew better. What'd she go up to that hotel room for? You know, mm -hmm. now we've progressed in society, I think, to know you don't victim blame, you know, why somebody went there. But I want to talk about the reverse part of that. Um, there's some singers now uh, or entertainers, um, no name, no blame, but have made a career now and saying that what they used to do was set men up, saying they were going to go have a one night stand or whatever, and then they'll bring some guys there and they'll rob them or stick them up or sometimes situations where they've gotten killed. Now, when I talk about victim blaming, we know we're not supposed to blame someone, but every time you hear about a young man making a decision to have a situation with a woman that goes left, same people will say, he knew better. What, what would he try to bring a girl? What do you try to meet a girl that's saying on the same night and think that's going to happen? You know, I get that. So you're talking about that pretty girl that stole that boy's uh, $50,000. No, no, I never heard that. I, well, I won't use it for the show, but like Cardi B, that's how she got. That's how she Cardi B used to rob niggas. 
you know, she used to bring them back to the hotel. Go get it, girls. We just had a conversation about that two minutes ago. So what I'm saying is that guy was going in that situation for one thing, whether you agree with it or not, but then it's not right that he get robbed or, or killed or whatever like that. You know what I mean? So I think that we should not be victim blaming on both sides because it's wrong on both sides, if you ask me. Men are victims too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So I'm gonna change the subject. We ain't got much more to say. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. But dude, who had his jewelry? You ain't hear about that story. You heard about that story, Venus? Uh, no. This dude met this pretty girl on the internet. He took her out, took her back to a hotel. I guess they did whatever they did. He woke up. He heard the shower running. He thought she was in the shower. He had, I don't know if it was 50 million. It's a stupid amount of money that I don't even believe that he had in jewelry. He put it in the safe. When he put it in the safe, he woke up. The shower was running. He thought old girl was in the shower. She had that jewelry that he put in that safe and was gone. And so social media was laughing at him. And men were getting offended because men were like, why is this okay? But it's not okay if we hurt a woman. Yeah. I don't want to be ignorant. First of all, bruh. I ain't counting your pockets. I don't believe you had on that much amount of jewelry or it was worth that much because jewelry is kind of like cars. What yeah. you need the showroom for? You can't go back and sell it for the same thing. One. And then two, who, who is you? What you do for a living? Prove to me how you bought that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I don't know and then that. three, I got brothers. What can you come on, bruh? Yeah. <laughs> Now see, see, you victim blaming though. I'm not victim blaming. He's pulling his own insurance scam. That, but you say okay, but you can say that. But how you know that? And I what, don't. Know. See, what I if somebody know. said that about a young lady? Oh, she's just trying to do that to get some money off of him. That's the same thing. That's okay, victim blaming. But look, we're not talking about men stealing women's purses. <laughs> we're talking about men violating women's bodies. Yes. That's a problem with that. If she would have went in there and violated his body and cut off his peony, then I'd have felt bad for him. We talking about a man whose <laughs> necklace got stolen. Come on, bro. I don't feel the same about it. That's not him. what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and a dude who 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 raped somebody. It's different. Yeah, that's that's different. You're right. You're right. That is different. Sorry, Venus. We just veer off into have this conversation. It's fine. Okay, we like to have conversation. So Make you feel welcome. Have conversation. (laughs) Now, Venus, we can't put you in a genre. You're not pop. You're not country. You're not rock and roll. But you're a little bit of all of them with a little bit of smooth jazz all in between. So if you had to describe your style, how would you describe something to maybe somebody who's never heard your style? Um, I would say... um, one, it depends on what song you're listening to because I kind of, I like to veer into, touch a little bit of everything. I'm a little folky, little alternative. I'm a little uh, <laughs> R&B-ish, soulful. I, I, I say I am musically fluid. <laughs> I love it. So do you just wake up one day and however you feel is what comes out? Actually, yes. It's like, it just... I am a, I'm, I'm huge on feelings, so I, how I feel is how I write. I love that. <laughs> you write all your own stuff? Yes, I do some collabs, but majority of my music is all written. Rose Thorn is a song written by me, so it's about me, so I have to write about me. <laughs> how many instruments do you play? I play guitar. Play guitar? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, you play the piano too, then? Oh, I can't play piano. I can uh, pick and I know how to put the little melodies on piano. How long have you been playing it? How long have you been playing the guitar? Um, I self-taught myself. Uh, it's really? been about thirteen years. And you know, I hear a lot about that. How do you self-teach yourself to play an instrument? That's just amazing to me. My uncle did oh. the same thing. Yeah, it was, I don't know. It's like the guitar was saying, here, this is what you need. This is you, I am you, we are together. Um, 
honestly, it was something that I think I went to one guitar lesson and the guy was moving too slow. And, <laughs> and after that, I just picked up and I played, played what I was feeling. Because I heard like the guitar is like a gateway drug to every instrument. Like once yeah. you learn how to play the guitar, you can play any instrument. I'm sure. Wow, I can't believe that. My uncle taught himself how to play the guitar. And now that I think about it, yeah. my grandfather used to play a game with him. So every Christmas he got a new instrument and my grandfather never brought anything in the house that he couldn't play. Mm. A lot of sense. Wow. And he never had a lesson. Hmm. So 13 years ago, right? You went on this journey and is that when you fell in love with music or singing or were you singing prior? I was singing prior. Um, my, I come from a family full of musicians anyway. Um, my, my family sings. My grandmother sang, well, she's still alive, but she sang. And um, my family grew up singing anyway in the church. And I just got, you know, captivated by music. I was just captivated by it. And then writing too. So I was really like always ready to express myself through writing and through singing. So it's kind of been here since forever. What's funny is I remember myself when I was younger and I remember asking for like a mic. So I had this mic, I have a picture of myself with this mic and the guitar. I had like a guitar, like little imp and everything, yeah. not knowing that futuristic me would be like, oh, this guitar and you is you. So that was me at like four or five years old. Wow. So yeah. here we go again. Another person who has manifested. Yeah. yeah. How'd you hook up with your manager? Um, I know him through a good friend of mine. We I'm actually ex-military. Oh, okay. So my, thank you for your service. Thank you, my wingman. Um, <laughs> my good friend, she, uh, she, that's her husband, so. Oh, okay. Wow, so did you meet um, them when you were in the service? How, how you just in the service and you like, you know what, I'm gonna do music. Yeah. yeah. What's funny is that I was doing music while in the service, so. <laughs> how? I don't know. I promise you, it's like music has always been there. And this, we were, um, I was stationed overseas, stationed overseas. And I knew someone, they had a little setup in their dorms. And I used to go over there and record over there. <laughs> well, so were you doing gigs and stuff over there too? I wasn't then, I was just recording, but that was always. I don't know. It's like, dang, no matter where I went, music is always there. It's like, oh, no, you're supposed to do music. Even in high school, even in high school, it was like, oh, here goes music. So <laughs> were you in a choir at the church when you were little? I was. And I and my my um my younger cousins, I we used to do like a choir. We get together and we sing. And I'll be like, and yeah, like soprano alto, altos. Wow. I was in a choir when I was little. I got kicked out. <laughs> First of all, I can't sing. And second of all, they used to always sing, God has shined on me. Yeah. Right? But I didn't want to be there. And the faster we sang it, I felt like the faster we got out of church. <laughs> and so they all started with, the, you know, God has shined on me. So here I go. He's been good to me. Oh, and I got kicked out the choir because I made everybody sing real fast. And yeah. <laughs> so what's 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 next? Um, I am I have some more things set up. I am working on my EP right now. Um and I'm really excited about it. Yeah, because we got one song that, that was sent to us, um, and it, it sounds good, but it's, I don't think it's completed yet. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, what's the plans with that? I'm definitely working on completing that. Can we talk about it now, because it sounds good. Oh, what, Black and Beautiful? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
And black is beautiful. Uh, not to change the subject on the songs, Courtney. I'm sorry, we can go back to that, but I can't stop looking at the paintings behind. I was going to ask about that too. Oh, were you? Yeah. Are those yours? Did you do that? No, even though I have a house full of paintings that I actually done, but um, these are not. These are actually black artists too. I am. My house is full of black. <laughs> It's black art. Um, yes, black is beautiful. I have black children, and I always want to instill in them that they are beautiful. So, my mama taught me when I was little: the more melanin you have in your body, the closer to royal blood you are. <laughs> I believe that, and I love. I love that. Yeah, it's a message that we need. Yeah, because I know it's um art for kids nowadays, and to to be out and kind of compete and not see yourself in the same way that others have shown more. So I, I make sure they know that they are beautiful. I have a, a son, I have two daughters and I'm like, yeah, my, my, my daughter, my, my oldest is a little activist in the making, so. <laughs> really, okay. Yeah. How old is she? She's 14 now. Go ahead, mamas. <laughs> How'd you get, like, how did she get started doing, like, activism? Um, she, she doesn't like injustice. And, um, we talk about it a lot. So it's not uh, anything, I'm not one of those parents that kind of pushes things over. I'm like, you're going to hear it any way, one way or another. So you might as better be prepared for it and know what the world is really like on the other side. I know some people are against that, but I feel like being prepared yeah. is better than being unprepared. What do the kids feel about mommy and her singing career? They love it. <laughs> they love it. They are my biggest fans so oh courtney's daughter i'm sorry courtney okay. courtney's daughter plays the piano oh what kind of advice would you give courtney to like feed into his daughter's um passion i say do it make sure she she loves it make sure give her all things that makes her spark because um that's the way to cultivate it and to make her fall in love with it. And it becomes second nature, actually, when you start loving what you do. So I also have my, my oldest draws and she, she's a big drawer. She's a painter. She does all of that, but really artsy, actually, to think about it, artsy family. So anything that she wants and says, hey, I want to try, get it. This is Cherry's World. So the way I grew up, I equate food with love, and a lot of you do too. Sometimes I make it all the way to the kitchen and I just don't feel like cooking. That's when I hit my girls up at their food truck. It is Flavor of the Islands, and you can order catering from flavorofthelands.com, which I will be doing today. There are five people in my house, so I figure if I order catering for 10, <laughs> we can all eat really good twice, right? They make authentic Puerto Rican and Dominican cuisine. Just like home. Flavoredislands.com. I promise you won't yeah. be disappointed. See, my daughter, she um she learned how to play the piano. And she's gotten to the point where she's great at it. Um, almost perfect, but she still needs a lot more learning, but she's great at it. She can just play whatever she wants to play. But now she's got like addicted to like music. So we just bought her a flute last week. We bought a mm -hmm. clarinet. she plays a clarinet, she plays a cello. She plays, what's the, I mean, she's now she's like good at a bunch of other instruments, but she's not great at, so I'm, I'm trying to explain to her, like, you know, you don't want to just be good at a whole bunch of stuff. You want to yeah, be great. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, but she's still young, so I don't want her to like, you know, deter her, but I'm like, you like kind of got addicted to all this stuff and you're not, you know, focusing on, you know. Yeah, on one thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. They said master of all trades. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, she got a master it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. But she's doing it. I'm proud of it. I'm very proud of it. Yeah. The cello is beautiful. I love the cello. The oh, and, and she got, we just bought her the harp. You know that harp? Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, she's I learning. 
That ain't nothing just to buy and bring in your house like a harp is no joke. (laughs) I mean, my daughter got a baby harp, but it's a baby harp. No, we we still paying on it. (laughs) I'm still still paying on it, trust me. Daddy and mommy, we still paying yeah, good, good parents. A ch- like a cello is a major thing, yeah. but you you got a whole music room. Yeah, that's where our living room is starting to turn into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The harp is beautiful too. The strings. Yeah. Hey, it's it's said to be uh string instruments are supposed to heal. So. Right. Hey, I didn't think about that. Yeah, she keeps breaking one of the strings. Like. She, <laughs> we had to, we done bought to buy three new strings. Like we only hit it for like a month. <laughs> we had to buy three new strings. She keep breaking. She'll figure it out. But she getting yeah. good at it though. She getting good at it. Yeah. Oh no, you auditioned for the uh voice. Oh I did. Yeah. Tell me about the experience. <laughs> and that was a long experience. Um, it was fun, it was exciting, it was cold. Uh, I was standing in the freezing cold auditioning for him, but um, I didn't make it through. But how far did you get? Like, did you get to meet anybody? The uh, any who got the who got to hear you? Um, I made it to um, when you sing in front of the panel, but that was it. It didn't, I didn't go as far as I wanted to go but you know I, I always say with a didn't if one door tells you no it's another door that opens you sung in front of the main panel no I just went from the 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 um you know the step when you're gonna get a call back mm-hmm. so okay that's good so it was a good experience I don't know the panel is the panel with the with the um famous people on it I don't know who's on the panel now but I know Gabrielle Union was on there at one point Right? Is that, is that is that the same show? With Simon Cowherd, Simon Collin. What's his name? Simon Sun. No, that's um, I think American Idol. No, no, no. He moved. No, now. no. Is he he on the Voice? I thought he was on the Voice. Nothing. That was with the Voice was with like Gwen Stefani and um, well, she's not on there. Blake. Blake. I'm thinking about America's Got Talent. That's what oh, I'm thinking. Oh about. yeah, America's Got Talent. I forgot. Who was there when you were auditioning? Was it like Gwen Stefani and Blake, or was it like producers? Uh, it was just producers then. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say because a lot of people who you know, have never really experienced it. They don't know. They believe that the first time that you come in, you have those famous people sitting there on the panel. Listening. Oh, yeah. But it's a process before you, and when you interviewed, didn't you audition like in DC or something? Is that why? Yeah. <laughs> and did you audition outside? Well, actually, I auditioned in New York. I went, I was in DC, went to New York and it was freezing cold. So, <laughs> And yes, you had to stand outside in the cold. It didn't matter. Then wait in line. So, wow. how many people do you think were in line that day? I don't know, thousands of people. <laughs> and isn't that bad for singers? Because don't you guys have to warm your voice up? Yeah. yeah. But you know, it was an experience. Ah. <laughs> but that's the termination there that you sat there and, and you waited and, yeah. and you went through it. So, you yeah. know, they say in um, entertainment, only 2% of deals ever go through. Mm. And you get told no 100 times before you get told yes. Yeah. How have you not let those no's deter you? Well, I kind of, I know what I'm destined. So, you know, I can't allow no's to deter me from what I know that I'm here for. So you already know what you're already here for. You can't tell me anything else. That's right. I like that. I like that determination. I've been told no a whole lot. (laughs) (laughs) Instead of no, I hear not right now. Yeah. And I'll be like, all right, let me bounce back up and get up again and try later. Mm -hmm. Is Venus Renee your stage name or is that your real name? It's my stage name, but Renee is my middle name. Okay. How'd you come up with that? Just just took your first and middle name? Or that? Oh, no. Um, I am very, like, spiritual. I wouldn't say religious, but I would say definitely spiritual. And I am um, 
understanding of um astrology and all that kind of stuff um but <laughs> uh, and venus is a strength warrior so that's so how venus you're not weird and retrograde <laughs> ended yes Did retrograde give you the blues guard because it put me through it i mean <laughs> People weren't getting emails. My phone was cutting out every business call I got. Like it was really, the harder I tried to make things work, I was in the middle of producing a film, but the harder I tried to make things work, retrograde was messing it up. Yeah. Yeah. We had some major stuff happening at the end of last year to this year. Some, some major stuff. You said retro what? Retrograde. What's that? Our planets and our stars and stuff is aligned all funky right now. You know what I'm saying? But we back retrograde is over. Finally, it ended last week. See, because you said you was weird. I'll I be for real burning my sage and I take my crystals out. And so <laughs> you don't know nothing about that, huh, Courtney? No. You have to take your crystals out to get recharged by the moon. Yeah. You leave them out there all night and then hurry up and bring them in so they don't get too much sunlight. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I don't know nothing about no voodoo. You know? No, none of that either. They call me girls, but I'm not. I just like to eat rice. I ain't no Geechee girl. I don't know nothing about that voodoo. You know what I'm saying? I'm about, to <laughs> say, I'm about to say, remind me not to uh, take no ketchup at your house. Oh, I don't. I don't play with people's food. <laughs> you heard about the ketchup thing? I heard yeah. spaghetti. Spaghetti ketchup, yeah. <laughs> Get red sauce. <laughs> yeah, don't miss that. I don't miss potato that. salad. <laughs> no, I haven't heard about potato salad. What's that? Oh, you're not supposed to take people potato salad either. That's why it's a whole big deal in the black community who made that potato salad. Don't eat that potato salad. Oh, you. <laughs> Real. Yeah, that's a new one. That's a new one to me. I never heard that one. I don't know how to explain it cleanly. No, um, no. I was taught that <laughs> women would take. Okay, all right, all right. Okay. And put it in mayonnaise or Miracle Whip and make, so you don't eat everybody potato salad because mm. I, I ain't want to, that's some other stuff. And women do that so they can keep men. Oh, okay. So that's supposed to be like a love spell kind of stuff. Yes. That's the same thing Bill Cosby was talking about. You know, his that's all he thought he was doing. Was help was was giving quaaludes just to help, you know, I, I relax can't. you. I'm just saying, like y'all. No. You, uh, hey, look how you talking. Fucking with people's. I'm sorry. Mess with people's potato salad and but, spaghetti and all that. Shit. But they say like that's how you keep your man in love. Oh. Uh, Bill Cosby was just trying to hit it and go home to his wife. He had a wife the whole time. Not, I, I, hey, you ain't gotta convince me. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not into that. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to have a hot <laughs> summer. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen my Instagram, but I got a cute little boo with some gray shorts on. I'm just, I'm having a hot girl summer. I ain't, I, we'll see what happens after three months. You know what I'm saying? How you feel, <laughs> Venus, how you feel about stuff like that? This hot, well, an artist like yourself, you know, doing hey. the kind of music you do. How you feel about the hot girl summers and, and uh, whatever else they got going on? I feel like um, there's some hot girl summers that everybody has a little bit of hot girl summer in them. <laughs> so what I was about to say is, Venus, what month was your kids born? Um, I have a, a January, a March, and a June, my little Gemini. That means somebody know all about them hot girl summers. <laughs> June. June what? I'm a Gemini. Oh boy. June 16th. Okay. That's Pac. June 16th. Yeah, it's Pac birthday. Tupac birthday. Yeah. Oh, I missed your birthday, Courtney. Happy belated birthday. See, forget <laughs> Happy belated birthday. <laughs> I'm sorry, Courtney. I'm not a public figure. You, you, you wouldn't have no way to remember my birthday. Now, if I forget your birthday, that's a problem because I don't I don't remember anybody's birthday. Right. You're not supposed to remember. <laughs> I'm sorry, Venus, back to you. So when we going on tour, has COVID really messed up your vibe like and your plans? Yeah, it did, actually. Um, everyone being locked down made a difference. But it gave me a time to recharge. So 
I am uh, currently working on that now. So I'm excited to get back out there and do my thing. What's the Venus show look uh, look like? Someone come to see me playing live. Me with my guitar, uh-huh. live playing um, with uh, a band behind me. So, do you ever sing other people's songs too? No. Okay. I don't. <laughs> that was a strong no. <laughs> so, have you taken this time to write? I have. I have definitely. I spent a lot of time writing. Um, I guess the COVID actually kind of calmed you down a little bit, kind of slowed your steps. So I was able to get write write a lot of more things and um, getting in the studio and everything. So that's awesome. I, I'm ready. I'm ready to hear what's coming next. When do you think that something will be released? Like, will we get fall release? Is it a winter release? Or will we have some for Valentine's Day? I'm looking at by Valentine's Day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the world will be back open. Look, Courtney, you going to the show in Chicago? Because I, I don't know about you, but I'm manifesting the tour. Yes. <laughs> nice. It's amazing. What? Well, uh, what what would, what would a Valentine's Day show look like from you? Um, you know, just uh, I would say it would be a more intimate kind of scene. I am, I want to be intimate. I want to want you to feel me. So it would be an intimate scene. So, and you say you do your shows with a live band as well? Yes. So you do a lot of rehearsing then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So. Would you call yourself a perfectionist? Or do Definitely. You- <laughs> I am a perfectionist. Well, so. When was the last time you worked with your band? I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's been a little while, but we're getting back to it. But I am a perfectionist, so everyone knows where, what to do, when to do it. But I am, I am meticulous with how I want things to be. So... So do you have a hard time letting things go? Like Courtney and I were on here earlier and we were talking about Dr. Dre, right? Like he ain't released the album in like the last 20 years because he won't let nothing go. Do you not let your work go until you feel like it's just perfect? (laughs) Yes, I am probably bad with that a little bit. I have things that I have worked on previously that you know I want to shine up a little bit more so that I can release it but I yeah I don't like I don't like to I don't like to give out half work you know (laughs) have done work I wish I had a little bit more of that in me I um a part of me wants things to be perfect but then another part of me finds the beauty in the imperfections yeah and so I'm like, you know, it's authentic. It's raw. Mm-hmm. I don't want to beat a dead horse because I have a little bit of ADD too. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not really clinically diagnosed, but I know that it's there. <laughs> so I like to move on. Yeah. How do you know when it's time for you to release something? Because for creatives, I've learned that that's kind of hard for them to release stuff and move on. Yeah. Um, when it feels right. I don't know how to explain it, but you know, the little inside tingly thing is like, okay, now, now this is, this is it. This is, this is that, that magic that you, that you've been wanting to have. So. And I'm, <laughs> I'm actually like that as well. Um, and you know what I found that's, that made it easier for me is hiring somebody else to do the work for me. And I just tell them what to do. And they're like, well, fuck it. Why don't you just do it? Then, if you wanted, like you know, but and it goes. Back. But I'm like, there's certain things that I want to express. Like when I just do things with Cherry, there's certain things that I want to express. But I'm like, damn, it's frustrating me trying to figure out how to express it. So I'll hire somebody else, and he's and he's supposed to just read my mind as of what I'm doing. And, and, and when he can't figure it out, I can just yell at him, yell at him, and beat a dead drum because I paid him already. 
And he's like, your job is to make it perfect. So that, that's that's one way I find as a way to do it. That's just my thing. And you don't be yelling at people, Courtney. Courtney is <laughs> people in the world. Courtney, to, I owe to stuff you. Right now. I'm nice to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me give you a little bit of advice. When uh, this hot girl summer start, uh, stuff started, right? Now, the last time when this started, last time they hit a hot girl summer, you know what happened after that, right? What happened? COVID. So y'all sit y'all hot girl ass down. <laughs> <laughs> All right? That's what happened last time. Hey, hey, I'm just trying to get my vibe back. That's the thing I need to do. Nah. <laughs> Hater. Yeah. <laughs> Slow it down. <laughs> He be picking with me. <laughs> so talking about advice, right? Since Courtney want to give unsolicited advice, what kind of advice would you give somebody who really wants to pursue their dreams but don't know how to start? I would say just go out there and do it. Listen, don't this social media, we have social media, social media now. It's like their internet has created all of these avenues that you didn't have before. I would say go in there, go perfect your craft, um, learn about your craft, like really understand it because it's a business. So you need to understand your business and um, go express yourself. Don't let anybody tell you no. And don't give up on it. Because if you say no, you give up, it's, you're never gonna see it to fruitation. So please, go, go live your dreams. What's your social media? My social media is Venus Renee. It's V-E-N-U-S-R-E-N-A-E. At every place is at Venus Renee. So. Okay. That's people can find you? Yes. I hate to put you on the spot, but could you, there's nothing to me more romantic and more beautiful than just like the authentic raw art or your voice. Could you give us like a hot four bars real quick? <laughs> okay. I ask God to bless me. Take away all the pain. It feels like he is past me with all the struggling. My bills ain't paid, my debt is deep. Guess it's too high. I cannot eat. The world just seems to be suffering today. The unemployed line. We're all on. We're all on. The unemployed line. Do, 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 do. Beautiful. <laughs> Love it. Love it. No, you can sing when you close your eyes. When you sing. <laughs> That's how you know somebody can sing over there. That's that church thing. You see the alter ego came in? <laughs> she was sitting on the couch just giggling and laughing, and all of a sudden she got serious and deep on us real quick. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful voice. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Speaking of alter egos, like I literally saw two people. Really? <laughs> yeah, I saw the sweet home girl, you know what I'm saying, messing around with me. And then you really turned into like this deep, soulful, totally different person. Do you have an alter ego? I would say maybe. <laughs> I think so. Um, I am lighthearted, but I can be grounded. So I would think I have an alter ego. My, me, this is me person. <laughs> And you just saw her. Yeah, I saw her. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know that 
lady. That's not the lady who was sitting on the couch smiling with us two minutes ago. <laughs> Who's uh, my last question? Who's some of your inspiration? Like people you might have looked up to. I have a little bit of something from a lot of different people. I love all genres of music. So I listen to Nina Simone. I listen to um, Jewel. I listen to everything from Coldplay to, to uh, Brandy, Monica. I listen to everybody. So I kind of, I, I love music, even from... <laughs> That's crazy good. stuff the system of the down and everything i just listen to rock i listen to everything so i would just say all influences of music because i I listen to everything that's good that's good i love that well congratulations i can't wait to see what's next for you and we appreciate you coming to cherry's world thank you great thank you for having me i greatly appreciate it absolutely thank you Across the world, the world. Welcome to Cherry's world. Heard across the world, the world. Welcome to Cherry's world. Representing for every girl, every girl. Welcome to Cherry's world. Representing for every girl, every girl. Welcome to Cherry's world. Hey, if you're listening to Cherry's World podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, please give us a five star. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review. I want to hear from you. Thank you. Head over to Grits Tees. That's G-R-I-T-T-E-Z.com. They've got something for everybody. Athletics, humor, spiritual, and the woke communities. Come express yourself through apparel that communicates passion and perseverance. Use the checkout code CHERRY and you'll get 10% off of everything right now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.